Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. It is Tuesday, March 31st, and we remember our baptism as we begin today. Acts 2 verse 38 says, And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we make the sign of the cross, saying, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The morning prayer is the verses from, Lord, take my hand and lead me. Lord, take my hand and lead me upon life's way. Direct, protect, and feed me from day to day. Without your grace and favor, I go astray. So take my hand, O Savior, and lead the way. Lord, when the tempest rages, I need not fear, for you, the rock of ages, are always near. Close by, my, close by your side abiding, I fear no foe, for when your hand is guiding, in peace I go. Amen. We confess our Christian faith using the explanation to the first article of the Creed from Luther's small catechism. I believe that God has made me and all creatures, that he has given me my body and soul, eyes, ears, and all my members, my reason, and all my senses, and still takes care of them. He also gives me clothing and shoes, food and drink, house and home, wife and children, land, animals, and all I have. He richly and daily provides me with all that I need to support this body and life. He defends me against all danger and guards and protects me from all evil. All this he does only out of fatherly divine goodness and mercy, without any merit or worthiness in me. For all this, it is my duty to thank and praise, serve and obey him. This is most certainly true. The scripture reading today comes from, well, it is Mark 13. And Jesus came out of the temple. One of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another. That will not be thrown down. And as he sat on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign when all these things are about to be accomplished? And Jesus began to say to them, See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and they will lead many astray. And when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. There are, these are but the beginning of birth pains. But be on your guard, for they will deliver you over to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues. And you will stand before governors and kings for my sake, to bear witness before them. And the gospel must first be proclaimed to all nations. And, then they, and when they bring you to trial and deliver you over, do not be anxious beforehand what you will say, but whatever, say whatever is given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. And brother will deliver brother over to death. And the father, his child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. 
and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. And the one who endures to the end will be saved. But when you see the abomination of desolation standing where he ought not to be, let the reader understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let the one who is in the housetop not go down or enter his house to take anything out. And let the one who is in the field not turn back to get his cloak. And alas, for women who are pregnant and those who are nursing infants in those days, pray that it may not happen in winter. For in those days there will be such tribulation as has not been from the beginning of the creation that God created until now and never will be. And if the Lord had not cut short the days, no human being would be saved. But for the sake of the elect whom he chose, he shortened the days. And then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or look, there he is, do not believe it. For false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform signs and wonders to lead astray, if possible, the elect. But be on guard. I have told you all things beforehand. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds and from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, keep awake, for you know not, you know not when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake." As Jesus was standing by the temple, the image that, that we need to have is, is of a place of permanence. And a big part of what this chapter is focusing on is that the things that we think are so permanent are not. That there is more and better beyond, but the things that we consider to be the, uh, the bedrock of our lives are often uh, temporary, or as I like to say, penultimate. They're not the ultimate, but they're the second to the last. So we live in this life right now as we experience this uh, coronavirus outbreak. And a lot of the things that, that we count on and a lot of the things that we um, really build our lives on have been taken away. I, I know people who uh, have lost their jobs. I know people who um, are ill. They're, well, re right now we, we can't assemble for church 
Uh, we've been asked to, uh, to, to not have assemblies of, of more than 10 people, and, you know, and Easter is coming. So what, is this, what does this all mean? Well, I, I think this all points to the fact that the experiences of this life are not the bedrock, but that the bedrock is Jesus, and that there is something beyond this life that we look ahead to, that we actually even live for. And so uh, as it talks about wars and rumors of war, um, boy, we have all kinds of rumors going on now about um, this this illness and uh, things that are going on, where it came from, and, uh, uh, and the government calls it waging a battle against this, uh, this virus. And uh, I'm not saying that's a direct um, fulfillment of this, but there are some interesting parallels there. And uh, it also talks about other authorities that come, other Christs, other powers that people will put their faith and their trust in. I always considered that to be um, people who would act as false messiahs uh, in a religious sense. But remember that anything that you put your faith and trust in is an idol. And so perhaps uh, as people put more and more of their faith and trust in the powers of this earth, that that is at least a partial fulfillment of these looking for other Christs and other powers that would lead us astray from Jesus. But we remember that in the end, it is Jesus who wins the victory and that there will be a day when he will come again on the clouds and his angels will gather us up and they will bring us to a place of eternal rest and glory. But for now, as we live in hope of that day, we take to heart the admonition to stay awake, to pay attention, and to not be lulled asleep by this feeling of permanence that we have in this world. Because this world is temporary, but there's more beyond, and it is permanent. Heaven and earth will pass away, but Jesus' words will never pass away. Let's pray, and as we pray, we're, we're going to pray for some of those impermanent powers. We'll pray for the government and those who are in authority, and um, we'll also pray for police and fire and healthcare professionals and all who work for the public good. Lord God, Heavenly Father, as we gather this morning, we thank and praise you for the, the powers that you place in order to protect us and to work for our good. Sometimes, however, our relationship with those powers becomes mixed up. And uh, sometimes we look to them for our good instead of through them to you for our good. And we ask, Lord, that you would help us to give thanks to you, but also to recognize the proper place of government and doctors and nurses so that we give thanks for them properly and rejoice and use them as the gifts that they are. And Lord, we pray for uh, the leaders of the world, and we ask that you would guide them as they make some pretty tough decisions about um, how to protect us from COVID-19. And we ask, Lord, that you would guide them and, and that you would be with uh, their decisions as they impact people in, in their economic status as well. Help them to be wise and, and help them to do the work that they must do in order to protect people. Uh, in every aspect of their lives. And Lord, we pray for wisdom and integrity and courage for those leaders. And we pray especially for those who are on the front lines. 
We pray for the doctors and the nurses in the hospitals who are right there treating people. We pray for police and firefighters who are often the very first people to show up at the scene in order to help someone going through a a, a crisis and a health tragedy. And we pray, Lord, that you would be with everyone who works for the public good. Uh, the, The people who keep our utilities going, the people who pick up the garbage, uh, all of these things that, that help the, the, the community to work and to be safe. And we raise them before you in Jesus' name. And we pray as Jesus teaches us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 God bless your day. Uh, Be strong in faith. Remember, everything's going to be okay. Jesus is going to come again, and we will be his people and wait for him. God's willing, we'll uh, we'll be back this evening with an evening devotion.